Welcome to Fusion Live, a podcast ministry from young adults to young adults searching for people to connect with and a purpose to live out. We're coming to you from Christian Assembly Church in Eagle Rock, California, and we're excited that you've decided to take this journey with us. Welcome to Fusion Live. We are in the Proverbs, we're learning a lot, we're going deeper, and today we're in Proverbs 27, and there is you guys, this is a good chapter. I recommend if you're tuning into the podcast to take a moment to read through the Proverbs and really just ask the Holy Spirit, what do you have for me today? Because I felt like so many different things were standing out. And as I shared and talked with people and processed, there was just some really good truth that I'm, I really want to wash over me. So I'm joined this morning by Hiro and Menakshi. Welcome to Fusion Live, you guys. Thanks. <laughs> Super excited to be here, guys, this morning. And uh, yeah, let's talk did about Did you guys what... like Proverbs 27? I did. It was a good, it was a good conversation, just even where we started. And um, we talked about verse two to, to kick off our conversation. And verse two says, let someone else praise you and not your own mouth, an outsider and not your own lips. And we talked all about this idea of encouragement and how important it is um, not only for us to give encouragement, but even the ways that we're receiving encouragement. How are we finding that balance between um, believing encouragement, uh, encouragement and encouraging words that are shared with us um, rather than or, or or, and then not taking it as pride. So these like kind of this, this two sides of the coin of if encouragement is received, am I being prideful in that? Or am I, am I believing it to then give thanks to the Lord that like he put somebody in my life to share that encouragement with me and then vice versa. How am I doing that um, towards others as well? But I just love talking about encouragement. <laughs> well, and I, I loved reading this this morning. It really, it jumped off the pages. It was probably the one that stood out to me the most but let someone else praise you. And it just, I felt like the Holy spirit was nudging me. Like, so I can be a believer who praises people. Mm, like, yeah. like it really felt today specifically just like an, like a, a, an encouragement to, to make sure I'm building up those around me. Like yeah. we really need to be, you know, asking ourselves, like how, how have I encouraged my community today? How have I encouraged my people in my close circle and my team at work at my, roommate you know these like I just felt like yeah because I want to be someone who's built up and who knows like my value and my worth and people to speak into that but I also want to be that person absolutely I need to be I guess was how I felt today reading <laughs> yeah that's so good I also I I love uh how you picked up on that like being someone that praises others because um I think in my life personally like I, I can become so hindsight about certain things and um, and I think this is why I love community is that even when there even when there are days where it's just so hard to give thanks for something, I can give thanks for to God for what he's doing in someone else's life. Right. And I think okay. that's what I love about this idea about praising and encouraging others uh, just because you can just look at someone else's life and be encouraged as well. And um, yeah, because we all know it can be very hard to uplift our, ourselves. It can be very difficult to encourage ourselves. So um, 
Yeah, so I love this interpretation. I, I think this also ties in with um, one of the verses that stood out this morning for me was literally the first verse. It was chapter, it was verse one. And it's, uh, do not boast about tomorrow for you don't know what a day may bring. And and uh, been wrestling with this because, um, you know, where do you draw the line here, right? Like, should I not plan for my future? Should I not be super caught up in the future? Should I not be super hopeful? Um but I think I think the heart from what the Holy Spirit is speaking to me is when he talks about not boasting about tomorrow, I really believe in my heart what he's trying to convey to me is to not be super confident about my plans, to not be super confident or overly confident about uh, what tomorrow may bring because I can't predict it, right? And I think James will talk about it in his letter to the church uh, that life is but a vapor. It is here for a little bit and then it is gone the next day, right? Or it's gone in an instant. So, and I think it's just this idea like um, that we, that I shouldn't be super caught up about my future, but focus on what today, what can I do today? Right. So, um, so yeah. That's good. It's a good, uh, I, when I read that not to boast about tomorrow, I was a little like, what, you know, <laughs> like, what do you mean boast about tomorrow? Like, I guess like if you have, yeah, even just plant like tomorrow I'm going to the lake, like, but like, it's uh, all I think about. And so I like what you're saying about our plans for the future. That's mm. a, I like that kind of expanded my way of thinking about it. Yeah, that's good. I, I think I have a hard time. I'm a planner, hundred <laughs> percent a planner. So I'm like, how do I, I have to think about tomorrow. Like I have to, you know, know that things are taking place or whatever but i think even in the midst of that like there isn't anything wrong with that but it's where my heart is in all of that planning and and you know asking about the future and whatnot it's and where i fall is how am i surrendering that to god so even if it's in my heart you know oh i want to do this or this this is for tomorrow whatever it may be as i'm saying that or processing that how am i then in return surrendering it back to god um, and inviting him into that process because I've been through seasons of my life when I was in college where I had the all these plans, three different routes to be specific, and neither of them did I bring them to the Lord and ask God, is this what you have for me? Is this what um, is the plan? You know, and and only after I remember learned how to surrender my life to God did I unpack what it means to like have this plan and this thing in my heart, you know uh thinking about tomorrow and and whatnot um but in the end surrendering it back to god yeah i just looked up the word boast because i i too am a planner in Manakshi. i always think like god's a planner no don't try to tell me not to plan <laughs> but um the word boast about our plans or like boast about the future talk with excessive pride and self-satisfaction about one's abilities or conquests wow and so I think even Minakshi, just because we're so similar, we know this, but like, I think it is like, can I make plans and hopes and dreams? Even Hiro, you said hopes, and that really stuck with me. Can I do that, but not boast about them, excessively yeah. talk about them, excessively like yeah. get self-satisfaction because I have this great plan and this, yeah, you know, hope. That's so true. I, it don't, I don't think anything about that verse said, don't do it, which I right. think yeah. planners are like. Oh, good. Yeah. <laughs> Relief. <laughs> yeah, I don't think this verse specifically rules out like, you know, planning or like wise planning because scripture will tell us like, you know, 
the uh consider the cost of what of what it may take to build this like you know the wise person considers like the blueprints and all that stuff so there's wisdom in planning like um and i think what this verse really gets to me or gets at is just kind of like kind of what you're saying like excessively talk in a sense it's like i can actually control my destiny or i can actually control what the future holds like if i do this like this actually will bring this x amount of income or whatever the the situation is um i think that's kind of what it's getting at is like are we like where is our heart like is our heart in this planning phase or are we planning to try to control our future and um and the reality is you can't predict your future you can't predict what tomorrow will hold because then that takes the th the seat of god in your life totally yeah good word it's good another um area that we touched on a little bit was um verse 20 and verse 20 says death and destruction are never satisfied and neither are human eyes and um <clears throat> what came to mind when reading this verse was asking god uh, for kingdom eyes to be able to see through kingdom eyes. And I was just reminded that, you know, I think it, it's in Proverbs somewhere else that we've read previously, uh, that our hearts are deceiving, our hearts deceive us. And so it's really important that we do, you know, we talk about this often, but doing the heart check and where's our heart posture and all this and whatnot. And we do that because of our hearts deceiving us. Um, so we we bring it to God to, to reveal to us the, the truth of what he has you know, for us. And the same thing takes place with our eyes. And this verse touches that, that our eyes in the, in the natural, in the, you know, worldview perspective, um, brings a lot of dissatis or unsatisfaction. Um, and so when we pray and ask for kingdom eyes, we're seeing things through God's viewpoint, through what he values. And, you know, we talked about, well, what is it that God values? And, how do we experience that here on earth, you know, where we uh, don't store up the treasures of earth, but rather the ones that are in heaven. We were talking about even Matthew, somebody else brought up um, the Sermon on the Mount, which I thought was really cool. But yeah, what do you guys think about that as far as kingdom eyes and what does that what does that mean? How do we how do we do that? I mean, I think the first thing that comes to mind when I think of like your eyes will deceive you is it, I do think of material things like. Yeah. Like my eyes are going to tell me like, oh, that girl has a great life because she has great clothes. She has great shoes. She has a better car. Mm -hmm. And my eyes are going to deceive me. Like, I love the connection that they can be uh, never satisfied. So like so much of the way we approach the world is like, I see this around me, the see what everybody else is doing. And like that, that's not going to ever bring satisfaction is such a great revelation. Yeah. And then the question that comes out of that of like, so what are kingdom eyes and what, what does, what does God value? And I loved the connection to Matthew six of like storing up treasure. So like what, when I look out into the world, what is God's treasures? What is God asking me to store up? Am I using my eyes to see those things? I did a, a touch point for CA the other day that was talking about like seeing God's face and it's in moments of hard relational things that we see God. Yeah, and that's so good. I just think that there's so much truth to storing up relational interactions. These, I, I call them like God moments when I'm standing somewhere and my eyes see something that like, I'm like, 
this is kingdom stuff. This is like, I am walking in a plate, like a holy moment. This is what storing up things in heaven is all about. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I really do believe it's like relational moments and it's people. Like when someone gives their life to the Lord, I love baptisms. Like I'm storing up kingdom things when I see people being baptized, when I see people making these choices, like this is like kingdom inheritance. Absolutely. I I even think about um, the opposite. Like sometimes I recently in my life, I've experienced something and what filters through my mind is, oh my gosh, that's not a kingdom thing. You know, like the opposite of like, oh, saying that or seeing that is like, this is not how the kingdom, you know, this is not how God wants it, like as far as his kingdom goes. So it's kind of cool that you can experience both sides of it and pray into both sides of like, God, this thing I'm seeing is not from kingdom perspective, like help, whether it's me or, or that person or situation, whatever it is to, to move in the direction of, of seeing through kingdom eyes too, or, or experiencing it through kingdom eyes also. But that's awesome. That's so good. And when I think of kingdom, when I think of kingdom eyes too, um, I think it's in the verse that says, so the eyes of men are never satisfied. Um, if I don't have my kingdom eyes, then I will be living my life with this insatiable desire to try to fill this void in my heart that only God can fulfill, right? And I think Solomon will touch on this in the book of Ecclesiastes where he is literally at the end of his life, but he's talking about like different things about how, you know, what does a man earn for toiling under the sun? You know, he says, I've seen everything. uh, He's pretty much seen everything that this life has to offer. And in the end of the day, it doesn't satisfy anyone because at the end of the day, only God can fulfill that void in our hearts. And, um, and yeah, I think, I, I think, uh, I love how we tied this to the Sermon on the Mount. I think it's one of my favorite, uh, sermons from Jesus when he talks about, uh, that why do we, why do we keep desiring things when at the end of the day, the Lord knows what we need. He knows the desires of our hearts. He knows what we need. And, um, and yeah, and I think there's so much truth to that is finding contentment in God, finding contentment in the things that he provides. And, and, uh, and yeah, I love this so much. It's good stuff. Well, Proverbs, you guys, has a lot always. There's always so much more to go deeper in. So as Lindsay encouraged us this morning, take a moment today to read Proverbs chapter 27, dive into these verses, and pick one that you can really um, allow the Spirit to to dwell within you and around you to walk through. Maybe that's kingdomized for you. Maybe that's learning how to be a better encourager or even receive encouragement. Thanks for joining us this morning. We'll catch you on the next one. Thanks for listening to Fusion Live. If you are interested in getting connected with us, follow us on Instagram at CAFusion and DM us with any questions or Zoom information.